You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. When first getting involved with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, everything can seem overwhelming. The purpose of this Using Crypto Everyday series is to help newcomers gain tools they need in order to operate safely in this exciting new world, with a focus on the most freedom-oriented tools possible. Teach me. I can do it. In this series, we've already talked about why you might want to use crypto every day and how to store it. So the next question is usually, how do I buy crypto? In the early years, it was excruciatingly difficult. You had to go through niche online message boards or subreddits in order to get involved. Now you're surrounded by so many options that it can seem equally as daunting. We have way too many choices. Bitcoin ATMs rest enticingly inside large supermarket chains ready for impulse buys. Online payment services such such as PayPal, Cash App and Venmo offer super convenient on-ramps. Trading apps like Robinhood and mainstream retail brokerages such as Schwab and Fidelity offer access to crypto now. Then there are exchanges, wallets and in-person methods. How do you choose which option is best for you? First, a disclaimer. The crypto space is filled with scams, so whichever method you choose, just make sure it's actually legit. I have a video coming up in this series that can help you spot scams. But for now, let's go through some popular options for buying crypto. Use your Venmo or PayPal QR code in the app. Boom, paid. There's been huge buzz recently around PayPal and Venmo allowing people to buy crypto through their apps. This option is tempting, it's convenient, they're platforms you're likely already familiar with. But beware, if you buy crypto through PayPal or Venmo, you can't do anything with it at the moment. You can't send it to anyone, you can't pay for goods or services with it, you can't take it off their platform at all. The crypto just sits in the app until you want to sell it. Having crypto is about financial sovereignty, being in control of your own money, experiencing all the awesome financial tools in the crypto world, and PayPal doesn't let you do this. Recently, a PayPal exec did say, We want to give choice to our consumers. We want them to be able to take the crypto they acquire with us and, and take it to the destination of their choice. But until they have that functionality enabled, I wouldn't recommend buying this way. You don't need to become an investor. You were born one. Robinhood. Robinhood, despite also announcing plans to allow users to take crypto off platform, hasn't enabled this yet either. There are better options for purchasing until they do. Financial services companies like Fidelity give you exposure to cryptocurrency prices, which is not the same as owning crypto. For example, through Fidelity, you can buy shares in something called the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is a fund that invests in Bitcoin. The price of their shares doesn't always reflect the price of Bitcoin, but it tracks the movement pretty well. And why mention this as an option if you're not even buying the real asset? Well, there are interesting tax implications. If you purchase these grayscale shares through an IRA, an individual retirement account, you don't pay any capital gains on price increases when you finally withdraw your money. So if you're looking for a hedge against inflation and you don't want to then have to pay capital gains on the savings that you manage to safeguard, a fund like this might be worth looking into. You can currently put up to $6,000 a year into an IRA. But another thing to mention is that you don't have access to this money until you retire. So let's talk about buying actual crypto that you can use now in your everyday life. The most common way is on a sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Sex stands for centralized exchange. 
Just like those foreign currency exchanges you see at the airport where you might swap USD for yen, there are online crypto exchanges where you can swap your fiat government-issued money for crypto. Coinbase, Kraken, Gemini, and Binance are among the best-known and most popular centralized exchanges. They all work in similar ways. First, you send your money to the exchange through wire transfer or ACH or whatever method the exchange accepts. And once your funds have arrived, you can use them to purchase different cryptocurrencies. There are also instant purchase options where you can use a debit or credit card. Centralized exchanges are a favorite way to purchase cryptocurrency, but there are some things to be aware of. First, there's a saying in crypto, not your keys, not your coins, which means that if someone else controls your funds, the money isn't really yours. Centralized exchanges essentially issue customers an IOU for their crypto, and you have to trust that they'll pay it back. In the early days, this wasn't a given. Protesters were outside the Mt. Gox headquarters in Tokyo saying they've lost their money. Even now, it's not uncommon to hear of an exchange doing an exit scam and running off with people's funds. You're showing me with a lot of confidence, Doc. To be fair, most of the larger exchanges today are probably just as safe as any regular bank. Coinbase and Gemini both offer FDIC insurance for US dollars deposited on their exchanges. But even the safety of banks isn't a given. Sometimes funds can be raided there too. So some sage advice is to keep as little funds on a centralized exchange as possible. Just a little bit. Another thing to keep in mind are the fees associated with each exchange, as they can differ dramatically. Some of the fees can also be hidden in that the exchange says they're offering no fee trading, but they charge you more for the crypto than other exchanges. Before deciding on an exchange, compare just how much crypto you're getting for your fiat. Another thing to keep in mind when you use a sex is that there are often hold times on your account where exchanges may let you trade immediately, but you have to wait many days before you're allowed to withdraw your crypto. My friend just went to go buy some Ethereum on a, on a centralized exchange recently, and they couldn't withdraw the Ethereum for like nine days. This is because in the world of traditional finance, it takes so long for fiat funds to clear. The final thing I'll mention about centralized exchanges is that in the US, virtually all of them require you to hand over official ID as soon as you sign up, as part of KYC rules, which stands for Know Your Customer. I know who you are. There are exchanges not based in the US which don't require this of their customers, but it's usually for smaller amounts. And even if these exchanges manage to escape the long arm of the US law, the international organization FATF acts as kind of a watchdog for global money laundering and terrorist activity, and it provides recommendations for how countries should treat the movement of money. Although the recommendations aren't technically mandatory, uncooperative governments might be punished by way of sanctions, for example. So you'll find many of these fiat to crypto bridges are quite embroiled in all the bureaucracy and regulation of the legacy financial system. But the crypto to crypto world of exchanges is exploding with innovation and the advancement of DEXs. DEX stands for decentralized exchange. No middleman. You don't have to trust a company with your funds. You don't have to go through KYC. You have complete sovereignty over your money. ThorChain is a DEX that allows you to swap any cryptocurrency for any other. And the Shapeshift platform, now a completely decentralized operation, helps you navigate the ThorChain world and shows you price comparisons with other DeFi platforms like Uniswap to help you find the best exchange rates possible. Now, if you want to use Fiat to buy your crypto on Shapeshift, you can still do that, but they don't handle it. 
valid. It's all done through their partner, Banksa, which requires KYC like every other fiat onboarding platform. Many crypto wallets have similar partnerships and allow you to buy crypto in the app with just a click of a button. And it can be a very easy way to purchase your crypto. So is there a decentralized way to exchange fiat with crypto? I want to know. Bisc is open source software that you can run on your own computer rather than a website run by someone else. It connects buyers and sellers of Bitcoin. There are a whole bunch of payment methods you can use, including Alipay and Amazon gift cards and face-to-face -face cash transfers. And you can also pay using other cryptocurrencies, including Monero, Zcash, Ethereum, and Litecoin. BISC is based on the Bitcoin blockchain, so Bitcoin must be on one side of every trade to handle security deposits and trading fees. Funds are non-custodial, which means you stay in control of them, and each party pays a bond that stays locked up until both parties confirm they've received their money. It's basically a smart contract on the Bitcoin blockchain, or more specifically, a DAO a digital autonomous organization. This basically means that the decision-making of the software all remains decentralized inside the code without the need for any centralized company. BISC really prioritizes privacy and decentralization, so there's no central server storing anyone's information. It's all stored locally on your computer. And you don't need to verify your identity to use the software. It also runs on Tor, which helps protect your privacy. The downside is that there are four on-chain transactions that make up every trade. The price of Bitcoin transactions is very high. In the past few months, they've ranged to $60. So this can be a very expensive service to use. The people using BISC generally are looking for the most decentralized private method of exchanging possible and are willing to pay a premium for this. There is a clone of the BISC software called Havano which uses the privacy coin Monero for transactions instead of the BTC blockchain. This adds another layer of privacy and brings down transaction fees to next to nothing. If you're buying crypto in large quantities, you can use something called an over-the-counter exchange or OTC desk. Exchanges such as Coinbase, Binance, Bittrex, Poloniex, and Kraken help facilitate transactions, often between institutional investors and miners, without the intervention of the exchange. If you're dealing with smaller quantities and want to trade directly with someone else without having to meet the requirements of a large OTC, websites like localbitcoins.com connect buyers and sellers of Bitcoin directly with each other. Choose the currency you'd like to use you'll see a list of top-ranking offers. Local Bitcoins holds fiat and Bitcoin in a kind of digital escrow and then releases the funds to both parties once terms have been filled on both ends. There's a reputation system on the site, similar to Yelp, to help people avoid those who have been given bad reviews and might be scammers. Local Bitcoins made its name by allowing buyers and sellers to meet in person, often exchanging cash for Bitcoin. After several high-profile prosecutions over money transmission licensing violations, local Bitcoins cut the in-person process altogether in 2019. They also stopped allowing anonymous trading. You now need at least a phone number registered to trade and a photo ID for trades over a thousand euros or whenever required by a seller, which is basically always. Prices on local Bitcoins are often at a premium. It's not unusual for the price of Bitcoin to be $1,000 to $2,000 higher than other exchanges. 
But people in places like Venezuela might not mind paying more for Bitcoin due to their urgent need to get their money out of bolivars. They recently announced the addition of more cryptocurrency options, which is great for those in countries where high transaction fees could really hurt people. Then there are similar websites like local.bitcoin.com, which is a place to trade Bitcoin cash instead. They don't ask for personal information and they support any payment method at all, including cash. They're also fully non-custodial, so you're always in control of your own funds. Their encrypted blind escrow contract acts as the decentralized go-between for trades. Similarly, localcryptos.com supports Ethereum, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Dash, and is also non-custodial. And localmonero.com supports Monero, but is custodial. Both have varying degrees of KYC, which often depends on the person you're making the trade with. Then there are Bitcoin ATMs. In the US, these still must adhere to AML KYC laws. Be aware that Bitcoin ATMs are not anonymous and large transfers can flag your transaction. Bitcoin ATM operators are required to work with analytics companies and report any suspicious behavior to FinCEN. And some notable ATM operators have been targeted by the US government and charged with being an unlicensed money transmitter. A final way to buy crypto if you want to bypass KYC altogether, find someone willing to pay for services in crypto and perform work for them. There's less banking regulation around these kinds of transactions, although they are considered taxable income. It's an excellent way to build crypto stockpiles without worrying about fiat gateways. The one-two punch of scammers and regulators makes for an exciting ride, but the experience can be unnerving for a beginner. Our advice is to do your own research, experiment with small sums at first, and always put security first. There's no sense in seeing your crypto of choice moon only to lose it all through theft or mistakes. In the next video, we'll give you a broad overview of different cryptocurrencies and their use cases to help you in your research about the best way to incorporate crypto into your daily life. Trust me, the hard slog of learning about this crypto world is totally worth it, as it brings you to a place where you can be your own bank and get to control your own money. And that's incredibly exciting. Welcome to the madness. Are you ready for it? To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute, or Library.io.